Here we go. Okay, and now now we're live, right? Uh, right. Okay, so this is hour six of the Game Cola Podtacular ten hour podcast. Uh, we're more than halfway done now, though. Uh, with me in this hour, we have Michael Gray, Colin Greenhalge, uh, Stuart Jip, and Matt Jonas. Uh, we have quite a packed hour this uh, hour. So Can yes, I just say thank you. Thank you for pronouncing my name correctly, because the first time I did one of these, it was a disaster. Oh, did I pronounce it correctly? How is it? You did pronounce it correctly, and I, I'm eternally grateful to you, because no one else ever in my entire life has done that. <laughs> I just guessed. I've heard all sorts of I've heard all sorts of exotic pronunciations. But Yikes! No, that was correct. Okay, how is hello, it, how is, hello. How is it pronounced incorrectly? Um, gib, gib, oh. gab, all of the different vowels. Um. <laughs> You know how it is. Yeah, I don't know if you do know how it is. Well, anyway, this is nothing to do with anything. I'm sorry. I, I, I got us sidetracked already. Do you, immediately. See, do you see Alex Jed or does it actually show my full name? No, I see Alex Jed, but I assume that was your full name. Oh, well, hold on. My last name. Can you see the chat? I can. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not I'm not going to touch that one with the... Yeah. <laughs> so, yes, I know how it goes. Uh, okay. But anyway, okay. Everybody spells my name incorrectly. Michael Gray. <laughs> I would spell it with Which, an E because I live in Britain. So. It's because you're British, and people don't understand that's the British spelling, but I'm not British. <laughs> it's also the correct spelling. Oh, oh, oh. Yikes. Uh, okay, so <laughs> let, let's go. I'll give everyone an order. Michael Gray, Colin, uh, Stuart, and Matt. Go in that order. Introduce yourselves. Oh, that means I'm first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <sighs> Uh, hey everybody, my name is Michael Gray. I'm a writer for Game Cola, and um, I'm going to be on the podcast for two hours. So I'm actually going to be playing the game while podcasting. Tisk. I've got a game called Awakening Moonfell Wood, and one of the achievements is finish the game in under two hours. So I'm going to see if I can unlock the achievement during the podcast. Yikes! That so I'm not going to pay any attention whatsoever. Oh, okay. That's cool. You're on here earlier. Um, right? Uh, I think I was next. Yes. I'm Colin Greenhalge. I think you pronounced my name all right. Um, and I don't really do anything with Game Cola anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I do art every now and then. Um, I did some of the site design, the site layouts, and the, well, not much of the layout, but the logos and stuff. Yeah. You did um, the uh, you did the beautiful art for my recent uh, fan fiction crossover fan fiction. Uh, <laughs> I did do that. Teenage Mutant art. Ninja Turtles. I had fun drawing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> the the bad dudes were kind of hard to draw because they're usually just pixels. But true, um, that was pretty fun. I enjoy I enjoy doing art. So yes, anytime anyone needs any game cool art, I'm around. Yes. Uh, don't we have Castlevania art from like a year ago that you still need to work on? Oh man, do I? Did you send me another one and I've just ignored you for a year? Yeah, I'm pretty sure <laughs> I did. What was oh, the last? Man. I don't know. Aria can... of Sorrow. I don't. Did we put that on Game Cola? Because I wrote it. If you want to resend that email, because I do not know where that went. Uh, seven. Okay, so that's July 2011 is when I wrote it, and I haven't got the pictures for it yet. Well, we will make it an annual thing. I'll have the pictures for you by July of this year. Yeah. Um, actually, I'm, I'm writing that down. Which one was it for, Aria? Uh, the one before Aria is... Um... Harmony of Dissonance, and you did the pictures for that. Okay, I'm going to search my Gmail for that email. This I can resend, resend it. Now let's introduce the next person on yes, the podcast. Uh, Stuart. I think that's me. I, I don't know. I mean, I was really interested in what you were talking about there. The, the sort of the bureaucracy of how game coder is made, it's really interesting to me. 
Um, but yeah, hello, I'm Stuart Jibb, and um, I, 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 <laughs> I, 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 at this point, feel guilty calling myself a writer for Game Color because I haven't actually done anything or uploaded anything in quite a while now, and I have no reasonable excuse for that at all. Um, it's not that I haven't had any sort of problems at home. I've not been hugely busy apart from at work. I could have done stuff, but I've sort of been sitting there and having this sort of existential what is it to review, you know? That's what I've been wondering, actually. Um, because, like, anything about it... Because, uh, basically, I watched this really um, sort of in-depth and sophisticated film, Ratatouille, and it was all about the um, psychology of uh, criticism. So that's what it's actually about. It, you have to look past the talking rats. <laughs> that's what it is. And that's where, that's where I'm at today. And I was supposed to bring my own subject to this podcast, but I really haven't thought of anything at all. And when I asked about what's already been discussed, they just said video games. And I was like, oh, okay. Control-Alt-Delete. You're the person who writes that, right? Oh, yeah. I could See, that 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 is literally all written, all like 13 parts. And it's just me copying and pasting it into a window. And I haven't done it, you know? I will really? I will. Yeah, hurry really. Up it's all written. I will hurry up with that. I will hurry up with that. But I dislike that animated series. I do. I, I thought it was poor. I think the writing reflects that. The fact that you constantly yeah. insulted kind of gave me a clue. Yeah, yeah. So I'm anyway. confused. Is the character an Xbox or something? How does that work? Or is he a robot? Uh, he's like an Xbox who's been made into a robot, which, as I'm sure you've um, figured, is absolutely hilarious. We're being sarcastic, it's, right? Imagine, <laughs> imagine that. <laughs> Just, can you imagine an Xbox that's also a talking robot that has disdain for humans? Because I've never seen a robot with disdain for humans as a comic archetype before, <laughs> ever. It's not being used. Um, anyway, I think let's introduce someone else, please. Please introduce someone else. <laughs> hey, uh, the man who needs no introduction, Matt Jonas. Thank you very much. Um, who, I'm who Matt Jonas. Matt? What? You don't know who, who I who? am. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been to GameCola? He's, he's the British one. <laughs> oh yeah, you're the guy who writes. He writes literally everything. <laughs> yeah, that's me. I don't write everything. Thank you very much. I just write most of the bad stuff. Uh, yeah, no, you gave... one is actually doing that. <laughs> okay, I just found the boat paddle in my game. Oh, good work. I'll give you guys updates. Uh, oh, as fantastic! I if you can find another one, got, if you can find another boat paddle, you've got a, you've got a party going on there in some kind of boat. Well, no, it's really only one person who's going to be sailing in the boat. She needs to sail oh. across Moonfell Lake. Uh, Michael. Well, she still needs more than one paddle. Or she's just going to go around in circles. Michael. Yeah, that's my question. Do you realize? What? Okay, I, there's a flaw in your plan. What's my plan? Uh, you're going to sail around with paddles. Oh yeah, I can see what you're saying now. <laughs> Yeah. There's a slight problem here. Okay, I solved the puzzle. I'll actually, I'll get to see what it looks like. There's a cutscene of her sailing across the lake. I don't know if she's paddling or sailing or what. She's boating across <laughs> right. the lake is what you're trying to say. Yeah. I'm not sure. I haven't, I haven't gotten to it yet. Here we go. Come on, come on. I need to find another bird in this picture. What? So, a conversation topic. I have no idea what's going on. It's it's uh it's a casual game I'm playing obviously because you can play it in under two hours. Well I don't know. Well, I, mean... I heard you mentioning I heard you mentioning trying to find an object, so I figured it was a hidden object, casual thing. I thought uh. Yeah. Okay, here we go. The game calls it drifting to destiny. That's the name of the achievement for making it across a lake. So she is drifting across the lake. You don't even need an oar oh, for yeah. that. You just kind of push it's, the boat. 
across the lake, is it a place that's called destiny, or is it like a metaphorical destiny? It's a metaphorical destiny, because she's going to find out what happened to her parents. When you get across the lake, do you unlock anything? No, it's just a new area with new puzzles. Do you get, like, iron sights, or like, like, I don't know, like, you drop a grenade when you die, or something like that? (laughs) Why would you be playing? A lot of the achievements are just something you have to do in order to beat the game. You're playing Portal 2, right? Because I don't remember any of this happening in Portal 2 at all. (laughs) I don't remember that there was... There was some water, but I don't remember a boat. I don't remember any puzzles, really. I don't, I don't think there are any puzzles in Portal 2 at all. I've never played Portal or Portal 2. Uh, well, it's pretty much exactly what you're describing. That's a shame, you know, because they're the like the best games Game Color has ever, ever heard of. You know that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like first-person shooters. <laughs> all first-person shooters <laughs> across the board. Well, that's how you annoy Portal fans. Seriously, that's like the main way. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That game would be a whole lot easier if you did have a gun, though. It's true. True that. Yeah. And better, let's face it. But everyone at Game Color likes Phoenix Wright as well, and those games are freaking tedious. So, I don't know. You know. Ow, ow, ow. Just trying to get something going here, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> they have some humor. Let's go back to the unicorns. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Oh, there's only one game that has acceptable unicorns, and that's Peggle, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> what other games have unicorns? Uh, that's it. There is only one other game. That is the only game that has unicorns. What about Apart from Peggle Knights, obviously. That's just more Peggle. Um, this game has it. This the one about the princess. She rides what, off on Portal magic 2. with a unicorn. Yeah, Portal 2. Portal 2. <laughs> I played the whole game and I genuinely can't remember there being any unicorns, but it's possible that I missed them because there's so many hilarious uh, Easter eggs. And such, it's, it's, such a, it's such a funny game. It is really funny, isn't it? All the jokes in there. What I yeah. my favorite thing, the funniest thing, you know that guy who's a soccer ball or something? And I should have said oh, yeah. football there because he's British. But oh, he speaks in a British accent, which is intrinsically funny. That's, yeah. You know, and, and all and British, British people person. always funny. Every time I every, personally, every time I hear a British accent, I'm la- I laugh until I'm physically ill. I, I, yeah. I'm all, I, I cannot even. I, I can't go outside. I, I can't say. actually go outside. I can't leave the house. To be fair, Steve Merchant is pretty funny though, and he oh, just yeah, happens he, he to hilarious. have an English accent. Yeah, that is true, I suppose. My favourite joke is when he is kind of unsure about something and is insincere. <laughs> That's my favourite joke. I also like the joke where he uh, is being jovial, but at the same time he's also being malicious. So That's do you not it. enjoy Portal? Is that what is that what this is? <laughs> I, like, I like Portal. I like Portal too. I thought it was pretty good. I liked the beginning. I thought it was amazing. And then I liked the end. I thought that was amazing. But I thought the middle sort of four hours when you're under the ground, I thought they were shit. Um... I was really, really bored by that, but then I went online and said so, and everyone told me to fuck off. So, um, sorry, can we swear on this? I haven't established that yet. I apologize if not. Uh, I think all of our listeners are under 18, but uh, whatever. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, <laughs> listeners. I haven't heard on the schoolyard. I'm a really bad influence on our listeners. Yes. Sorry. Now, yes, I think in general, Mr. Um, Stewart, you're the one who doesn't like video game humor in general. Not in general. I, I have more of a... It's, it's less of an issue with that than it is with the way some of it's held in esteem. I think you get stuff like... Um, uh, you get uh, you get stuff like Sam and Max and like Monkey Island, and I do like those games, but I, I would never... I mean, if those jokes were in like anything else, they would be just ignored. I, I don't... I can't recall laughing out loud at them, and the Telltale Adventures, I think, are pretty, pretty much universally horrible. Um, 
but you know there are there are games with humor elements that I do like like Full Throttle I think does it really well um, everyone likes Full Throttle though if you don't like Full Throttle then I don't know what to do I don't know what to do I think there was uh, either a podcast or an article or something previously where we discussed that you know the concept of uh, combining random items wouldn't really fly in like a book or a movie and it wouldn't be as funny in any of those but for whatever reason people seem to enjoy them in video games yeah I, I, I have issues with um, I have issues with adventure games that have that kind of moon logic though I, I like <laughs> stuff like Broken I like Broken Sword because the puzzles generally make sense apart from like two um, I mean they're still difficult but when you figure them out they're actually logical and with Monkey Island like Curse of Monkey Island within about ten minutes you have to like attach a bird to a balloon or something <laughs> or a or something like that. You're in quicksand. You just, I think you attach something to a balloon and float it over to a snake, and that somehow helps. And it's like, okay. And like <laughs> the, the first, the, one of the first things you do in San Max hit the road is you use Max on a cat, and it's like I, the only way I would have got that is by going through all of the different um, like icons one, one one by one, and that's not that fun. I would rather watch that be played, you know. It's definitely. I I feel the same way about adventure games. Actually, I think they're really boring unless you know exactly what you're doing. And that mm. defeats the whole purpose of it being a game. So I'd rather yeah. rather watch a you know a Simon Max movie because I lo- enjoy the humor in Simon Max and I think it was a really well done pretty game. But like knowing what to do is way like playing the game a second time when you know what to do and just going through it is way more enjoyable than like struggling yeah. with randomly clicking on shit. Uh, this is being mentioned in the chat, but this is like this. Bash Paul, he's not here to defend himself. <laughs> Hang on, sorry. Hey, we, we haven't did... mentioned Paul by name yet. But we've mentioned we've mentioned all of the things that Paul loves and said why we don't like them. <laughs> sorry, where let's, sorry, let's know, talk no, about his wife now. <laughs> if we're talking about all the things Paul loves and then insulting them, that's that's next on the list, right? Yikes. I'm, I'm not sure if Anyone want to broach this subject? Um, Having no, well, well, his wife. I'll pass on that. Yeah. Um, having, I mean, I've been working with Paul on his adventure game, and like, it's not to say I don't respect the art of the adventure game. It's just not a type of game I enjoy. It doesn't make it any less of a game. It just, no. It just is something like reading the script that he's written is far more entertaining to me than figuring out what to do in the, in the puzzles, <laughs> which. I mean, it says good things about his writing abilities, but, like, I, I can't really comment on how much I enjoy the game based on that, you know, if that makes sense. And since, since I wrote the article, the, the mid-boss article, about how video game humor is terrible, there have actually, since I was that was written, there have been some games that have come out that I found funny, like um, uh, Ben There, Dan That, and Time Gentleman Please, those two games. Um not sure if they got covered on the site, but there are a couple of sort of indie point and click adventures but those those i do find funny because they've written the jokes in mind for being sort of read rather than being spoken and for some reason that works better for me it doesn't make a whole lot of sense but i thought it was pretty funny i liked it well you didn't like the portal humor and i feel like the portal humor was humor that was just humor it wasn't it wasn't related to combining random items or anything like that no that did i mean it made me smile a few times but the problem for portal which isn't really the game's fault is before i played it I'd had every joke parroted at me by about a thousand people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Now, the, the idea, the idea of cake being intrinsically funny or food—it's not that funny. There's, there's real art to producing cake. You know, it's not fun <laughs> to make to make light of it. Well, it's sort of like uh, LOL monkeys. It's so random. Mm. Yeah, it's it's hilariously random. Can you imagine? 
the cake, you know? If they want okay, to I really just, rant. I just freed the centaur in my game, and he gave me a sunstone. Oh, okay. Well, that's funny. I wouldn't have done that if I were you. I would have been like, no, you're half horse. You can stay away from me. Don't well, he just that. runs away, and we never see him again, so we should be safe. You gave mm. your sunstone, right? Um, what Pokemon do you have to give that give that to <laughs> to evolve them? Oh, I think that's I should give it to <laughs> Wasn't there a sunstone I, in Alex Kidd in Miracle World? Or am I thinking of something else? If someone yeah, would there know whether there was, it would be you. <laughs> yeah, there totally was a sunstone in Alex Kidd. Alex Kidd in Miracle World is a much more enduring phenomenon than Pokemon is, as far as I'm concerned. But, <laughs> you know, it's my first introduction to cultural differences in video games. Like at the end of the one I always had as a kid, he would eat a hamburger, and then I played the ROM like years later, and he was eating a rice ball, and I was just like, what, what, what? <laughs> I thought I thought that like I thought there was a ghost in my computer, you know. I, I was terrified. I had to go and live somewhere else for a couple of years, and then someone told me eventually. And, and then you felt so I, stupid. I, I had to. Yeah, my face was so red at the end of that. I was like, <laughs> you know, well, I've racked up tens of thousands of pounds in uh, uh, creditors' debts now, all because of that rice ball. Boy, do I feel silly. Uh, you know, <laughs> I was horrified. But you know, it's one of those things I look back at and laugh now. You know. Everything's turned out okay. Well, that's good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I just want to clarify that I made that whole thing up and it happened. <laughs> what? Oh. I know. I'm pretty I, sure everything you've said this entire podcast has been completely genuine, not <laughs> at all sarcastic. I, <laughs> I, I, I feel betrayed. No, I'm a very genuine person. No, not not disingenuous. The opposite of that. <laughs> <laughs> now I don't know which one he is. <laughs> okay, I'm finding butterflies now. Okay, so like Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, what's Skyrim anyway? Uh, Skyrim is uh, it's a it's like Oblivion. The too. game where you walk around in the countryside. That sounds like. Fun. I mean, I the most recent RPG I've played is like Final Fantasy VI or something <laughs> like that. Oh, Which true. one was Final Fantasy VI? Was that was that the one where you took out a team of like people and you had to defeat someone? The SNES one. I don't know. <laughs> Isn't it the oh, one right. where you save the world from a great evil of some kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where at the end you beat the final boss and he turns into like some kind of weird entity and you have to beat him again? Yeah. All right, yeah, yeah. Have you seen my video walkthrough for that game on the Game Cola YouTube where I bash the game the whole time and then everybody... All the comments are people being very upset because I'm insulting the game. I haven't <laughs> seen that, but that does sound brilliant. I've always aspired to funny. be like that. I literally hated the game. It stunk. And the plot makes no sense unless you've played it before. What's an Esper? They, they needed a tutorial. It's a psychic, isn't it? Like a, someone with psychic powers? I only know that because I watch anime. <laughs> <laughs> were we just uh, talking about Japanese? Or someone was talking about Japanese games and how terrible they were? Oh, yeah. Was it Phil Fish, the developer of Fez? That's what they were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Because uh, he, he said that and, like... He he was he he wasn't he wasn't wrong about modern Japanese games per se. It's just the fact he decided to go on Twitter and be a bell end about it was the real problem. I that guy's pretty crazy, from what I understand. Apparently, he does a bunch yeah. of LSD. But you know, I mean, he's earned the right to it because he's made a game that looks like it is from a different era to which it actually is, which no retro or indie people have ever done before. You know? Have you played <laughs> it? Because it's actually really good. Is it? Yeah, I heard it's, it was pretty it's good. It's very but, uh, good. I heard I heard it was pretty good. I heard that when you finish it, it turns into an obfuscating mess with loads of like puzzles and codes and stuff, which sounds really interesting. But I sort of figured if I wanted to play a platform game, I would just play a Cave Story again for the time being until I have some money. 
Well, yeah, you know, one yeah. one of those good American games like Cave Story, you know, yeah. that had no Japanese involvement whatsoever. If Cave Story, <laughs> if Cave Story was made in America, it would have been called like Army Story or like <laughs> Henchman Story or like Hiding Behind like Three Foot High Wall Story. McDonald's and, uh, Story. McDonald's Story, yeah. That's <laughs> MC Kids. I uh, happen to MC- enjoy that game. Look, Kids was awesome, and so was McDonald's Treasureland Adventure. In fact, that game is amazing, and anyone who says anything against it, I'm gonna, oh, I'm not gonna do anything, but imagine, you know. Oh. Actually, this reminds me, Stu, didn't you say the best game of all time was the Mickey Man Sega Genesis? No, Mickey Mouse Sega Genesis or Mickey. something? Yeah, I, I, I do, Gen, I, I, no, not the Genesis one, that one is, that one's shit. Uh, the one, yeah. <laughs> the one yeah, the it is. <laughs> The one for the Sega Master System is... Okay, because I don't know the difference between the two, so that's that's uh, my mistake. The two, but... the two is, if you, if you play one of them and you, you're thinking, well, this is boring, I'm bored, then that's the Genesis one. Um, <laughs> or, as we say over here correctly, Mega Drive. And yeah. um, the Master System version is much, much better. And it, it, The thing is, this is, this, is, this is an astonishing, controversial statement for all Stuart Jip fans out there. Um, <laughs> that's not my favorite game anymore. There's a better game has come out. Oh... It came out like this year, and it's The Binding of Isaac. I'm obsessed with that game. I'm, I was, I'm supposed to be reviewing it, and I've instead been playing it like 55 freaking hours, and I never play anything for that long, ever. The game is amazing. It's brilliant. It's okay. Yep. It's, mm, you know, it, it's 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 better than, like, uh, I don't know, what is it better than? Um, you, you know, like, when According you... According to you, everything. Yeah. <laughs> If like say that you you're like in in a relationship with someone like married to someone who you love and then like you have a child together and the moment of the child's birth uh, that it's better than that you know it, is it, it better it, than is it better than lying down on a summer's day on a nice grassy field and the breeze is blowing through your hair is it better than um, that? yes it is better than okay that. Um, it's also better than uh, sexual climax, I would say. Um, wow. wow. I'm not going to go into more detail there, but I, I would say it transcends the experience in many ways. Well, not, uh, not that many ways. And what is Several. the name of the game? Probably do Portal uh, 2? The Binding of Isaac. Now, Portal 2 was significantly less interesting to me than Binding of Isaac was. It's a great game. I think I think, I think, think we should talk about that for a full hour. <laughs> I don't know anything about it. Uh, well, then... Um, well, see, this is... at least. This was the problem about me being on the hour with all you guys, because we have played, like, no games in common. That's okay. We can always argue about, like, games. You know, that's always fun. Yeah, which is, you know, we tried this once on the Game Cola podcast before with me and Colin trying to talk about 3D games. Mm. And none of us have actually played 3D games, so it oh, was... Oh, you mean, you, mean, you mean 3D, like, coming out at your face, or 3D, like, PS1? I don't... Uh, like, coming out at your face. Oh, like, right. So like, like 3DSs. It was to celebrate oh, the yeah. 3DS, and we were preparing for that by having a podcast about 3D games, and neither of us have played any games in common, so... Well, if it, if it helps, I played the 3DS a couple of times, and I just turned the 3D off because it was shit. <laughs> it, was, you it know, was hurting. You know, and I bought uh, a 3DS, and I can confirm it's rubbish. It's mm. plain up straight rubbish. Uh, I, oh, I would. <laughs> I will buy a 3DS when they bring out something that interests me, like a Mega Man game, but then they cancelled it, so... Um, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. no. that's the game I bought my 3DS for. Okay, I met, I met uh, the Queen of the Fairies. I met the Queen of the Fairies now. 
You met Paul Franzen. Paul's <laughs> <laughs> oh, not Is he still listening, or he stopped listening five minutes ago? I think he, he stopped listening stopped. a half hour ago. Yeah, when we were bashing. Oh no, he's still listening. <laughs> the funniest thing is, I'm on thin ice, so that's probably going to tip it over the edge, and I'm going to get fired now. <laughs> Yikes! Yeah, you're going to get a cut in your pay. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, I'm going to get less money from my Google Ads. Yeah. From all the people who click on my review of Hector Badge of Carnage, even though there's already one on the website. Did you guys enjoy that game in any way, shape, or form? I didn't. But no, you're I hate rich, it. so you probably understood what he was saying half of the time. Yeah, that in, in a way, that made it worse. If I was, like, from elsewhere and I didn't have the sense of... If, if it were, like, a different culture, it would be more interesting, I think. But it's not. It's just... If I wanted to see, like, 12-year-old girls being, like, psychotic and sexually aggressive, I would just go to the bus stop down the road. You know, I don't need to, like, <laughs> play a video game of it. I, so, I really dislike that game. So for someone whose introduction included information about the zen of commenting and critiquing, you're very critical of everything so far in the podcast. Yeah. I hate everything, that's the, that's the thing. <laughs> except, except for The Binding of Isaac. I think that's really good. I, I, I don't like but that is about an abused child, so you can see there's kind of a crossover there, isn't there? I don't know. I don't know much about your past, but we're learning, I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, The Binding of Isaac is just like a documentary about my upbringing. That's terrifying. So, yeah, I know. It was terrifying, but on the plus side, I do have laser eyes now, so uh, oh. nobody well, messes with me anymore. Yeah, I'll stop contradicting things that you say. <laughs> Uh, Matt, how are you? How are you, Matt? I'm fine, thank you, Stu. It's good what do you guys think you, about but... the Prime Minister? Who is the Prime Minister? <laughs> I can't think of anything. We don't pander to the British. <laughs> Typical <Please>. American here. <laughs> you, don't, you, you don't really want to ask that question. Please I mean, do not get me started on the government, thank you. Britain is ruled by <laughs> yeah. a king, thank uh, you. Yeah, we're, we're, we're angry liberals and we have a conservative government, so... A terrible conservative government. We have an awful awesome government who is led by a man who is genuinely Satan. Yeah, um, the, king, yeah. the king of England. Yeah. We're the opposite, <laughs> the opposite situation here. We've got a crazy liberal in charge, and so all the conservatives are angry. That's pretty funny. I mean, anything that upsets conservatives is okay with me, to be perfectly honest. But uh, we, we in Britain, we wear our politics on our sleeves and on our newspapers, and uh, you know... Um, you have newspapers in Britain? <laughs> yeah, we have we have loads of newspapers. We have they're all named really cool names as well. We have the Times and we have like the Mail and we have like the Sun. The Sun, the Sun is a newspaper. Like it's not a celestial body at all. It's the, it's a newspaper. We have newspapers know? with those and, kinds of names over here too, though. No, no, I'm pretty sure you you don't. I'm pretty sure you're wrong. And they don't. <laughs> the Phoenix newspaper is called the Sun because it's very hot there. That's all. Our paper is called The Sun because on page three there's pictures of ladies' bosoms. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Weird. That is actually <laughs> true. Well, actually, uh, again, you say- uh, I mean, not in America, but in Canada, uh, my friends have the Calgary Sun, and that is actually what they complain about the most is that, like, there's nothing in the sun except for, like, girls. That's, like, the only reason to buy that's, the sun. Well, that's, true about, that, that's true about the actual sun. If you were to crack open the sun, <laughs> you would find. <laughs> A harem of, of ladies for your... To, uh, like, our congratulations, you no- destroyed the sun. <laughs> our newspaper is just advertisements. It's not fun anymore. Do people actually still buy well, it? Our local, lo- My parents. I live, in, I, live in, I live in Cambridge, and like 
our local newspaper, and I swear to you this is true. The you thing live in Massachusetts? Uh, no, I do not live in Massachusetts. I, I live in Cambridgeshire in England. Uh, Cambridge in Cambridgeshire in England. In, oh, in you live Bank. in old Cambridge. Well, he lives in jolly yeah, old, old England. <laughs> you know, I do live in jolly old England. Lots um, of old people there. There are a lot of old people there. and Are and, they jolly? And, uh, no, actually, they're very rude and they complain about everything. And they're responsible for a lot of social decline, I would say. Um, but basically, like, you know, I was going to say something really interesting and insightful there and I forgot it now. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> okay. that's it, was, it wasn't question. really. It was just, what, what podcast it, do you think you're on? We're not about that. <laughs> okay, it was actually bollocks, so don't worry about it. I can't remember Cambridge, what Cambridge, yay. Mm. Oh, yeah, that was it. The local newspaper in Cambridge where, seriously, this is true. On the front page, about 80% of the time, there is a story about this one angry swan who lives in the river. This is true. Really? Have you seen, have, yeah. Have you seen that movie Hot Fuzz about where they... Yeah, yes. That is real. It is actually like that. They're like... Wow. They, uh, the swan has attacked someone who intentionally provoked it. What are we I've been attacked this? by a swan before. In England, it, too. Really? <laughs> it wasn't in Cambridge. It was in, I want to say, like, Lavenham, which is well, probably her tiny town. Swan, swans are badass. So, like, yeah. They, they look at you, and they look like they're wearing shades, which makes them look even cooler. They will fuck you up. Aren't they, like, protected by the queen or something? Aren't they, like, the queen's property? <laughs> swans. <laughs> you can't hunt them on the queen's grounds. Everything is the queen's property. If, if you, like, kill a swan, don't you, like... Get locked up forever. Uh, probably. <laughs> it's, and also, if you like deface a coin, you get in trouble as well. You really? Know? Yeah, seriously. If you were to draw like a moustache on a pound note, which everyone does, obviously, um, that's technically illegal. But nobody cares, obviously, because it's asinine. <laughs> it's a victimless crime, like you know, robbing. <laughs> robbing hood. It's not victimless. The queen gets defaced. That the queen is quite clearly a victim. Yeah. Because all power nodes are sentient. The picture of the queen, when you're not looking at it, it speaks and stuff. <laughs> right, but if the queen saw it, she would be really insulted. That's that's victim. Yeah, if, if the queen saw that you'd drawn a moustache on a five-pound note, she would look at you and she'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> you know, what do I, I, I ever do to you, man? That's, geez, I, I, I spend all day in the palace and... Oh, <laughs> you know, and Prince Harry would just start crying. And Prince William would put his arm around him and put him, and he'd look at you, like, shake his head, like, why would, why have you done this? Why? Why have you done this, Stu? Why? <laughs> well. Okay, I, I got some oil, so I'm going to put it on the lamp to light the lamp with the oil. Yeah? Give Just... it a sensual massage. <laughs> the queen. Not the queen. that kind of oil. I'm not giving the queen a sensual massage. She'd probably appreciate that. She's too old for me. I suppose Isn't she, is she like a hundred? No, she's like eighty something. I think she is really old. She is she is getting on a bit. She is. Uh, I, I she was see. getting on a bit like twenty years ago when we were born. I'm <laughs> sorry. Is it is it true that in Canada they really like the Queen? It's not in America. Well, I know because America is not the same as Canada. <laughs> I mean, it's almost the same. <laughs> no, 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 no. Canada is America Junior. Yeah, it's America's hat. Oh, I see. People, we clearly know a lot like... about English and Canadian politics, yeah. so we're the perfect people to ask about whether or not the Queen is loved in Canada. I think I think it's, right. they prefer um, Britain to America. Yeah, I can tell you that much. But... For their government, your government is nicer to Canada than we are. Oh right. Yeah. Why? What do you guys? What do you guys like to Canada? 
because we're next to neighbors, so that's why they they dislike us more than they dislike you. It's you know it's easier to like somebody you never see all the time. Oh, I that's, see. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. like us with France, isn't it? A little bit, yeah, because yeah, we. I, I don't know about you, but like I, every time I hear a French accent, <laughs> I, I just oh again physically sick. So I can't yeah. hear any French or British accent without being sick for different reasons. Yeah, I, I just get like cramp in the stomach, and I just have to crouch down and and rock back and forth and and cry. Yeah, same. Yeah, actually, yeah. It just it, everything comes out of every orifice at that point. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's ironically, I really, really, really like crepes. So I, I don't know. Must make it hard for you to order crepes. It is very difficult. Very difficult. Yeah. Because with it, I mean, for every bite I'm taking, I'm then immediately like expelling it. So <laughs> there's no nutritional. There's no real value. There's no nutrients being taken in, really. Well, in your defense, it tastes like crepe. Very good. <laughs> very good. I'm pretty very sure good. that joke has never been made before. Yes. No. It's well brilliant. done. It's brilliant. Never been actually. done. Game Cola original. Uh, yeah, that, uh, then that's what that's what it's for. It's a comedy website, and uh, that was. And we've uh, already talked about how video games aren't funny. Mm. Yeah, but video game websites can be funny. You see. You see, you know, I think in talking about Sam and Max or the Telltale games, I think the funniest parts are not when they're trying to make jokes, but when the character is randomly talking to himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Although it was something I put in. I think I put it in the article, but the funniest times. In video games are when you're playing local multiplayer and everyone's trying to fuck everyone else up, basically. The funniest game ever made is this really obscure Mega Drive slash Genesis game called Dash and Desperados, which I, for a period, I, I tried to mention it in everything I wrote for Game Color, <laughs> and I succeeded. I, there's like five articles on there that have mentioned it. It's this fant- it's this 2D platform game which is split screen, sort of like Sonic the Hedgehog 2's multiplayer. I don't know if you guys have heard of Sonic the Hedgehog. Have you, do you know what that is? No. Um, yeah, see, I don't know the difference between the Segas, so it's a Sega oh, well, game. Well, do, you, do you know what Sonic the Hedgehog is? It's this platform game about I, this... There's uh, something I about I can't running. say I've heard of it. There's <laughs> something about running. That's all I know. Yeah, basically it's a split-screen platform game, Dust and Dust Brothers, uh, where you race each other. Have you played this, Matt? You, you, I think you feel like you, feel um, like you should have. I, I think you told me to play it, and I tried it. Yeah. But basically, I only really played play it for like two minutes. You need to play it on two-player, on local, on split-screen. It's fantastic. You run along, you try and get to the end, you trip each other up, throw bombs at each other's faces. It's just like real life. You know, it's brilliant. Yes. Yeah, yeah, just like real life. Me and friends were working like... on a game like that for a while. Didn't get made, Oh, though. yeah, you, you should definitely finish it. Oh, yeah, it's you basically Mario Karts. I do right now, but we were, previous to that, we were working on one. And it's basically like Mario Kart, but a platformer, right? Is that what you're talking about? Um, kind, of. kind of, in a way. In a way, yeah, it is. It's a race where you can interfere with your opponent with weapons uh, and trip them over. And and it's stuff like that and stuff like Smash Brothers, which is really funny to me, where it catches you in a certain way and it gets really frenzied, and, it, and that's really funny. That makes me laugh a lot, that sort of stuff. What about um, games like Bomberman, when, when you're throwing all the diseases uh, around? See, Bomberman should be hilarious, but I just find it really stressful and I get infuriated by it, and it, I love it. it. At the same time. It is infuriating, but it's so much fun to pick up a disease like yeah. the bomb diarrhea and then just run into all the other mm. people <laughs> and spread so the it game, around. I, I've what got a comment here. Well, yeah. You're saying you didn't like Bomber Man, so the game is more like a bummer man. Oh, 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 oh. he's on fire this evening. Oh, oh. Round of applause. Round, yeah, absolutely. Um, this is why there isn't any humor in video games. It's because I keep keep jumping in. Because of you. You it's because you keep sucking the humor out of them. You're so funny that video games yeah. don't yeah. stand a chance. Yeah. Yeah. 
anyone who's associated with you is just going to find that the rest of their lives basically meaningless um, for that reason. You know, it just make you just make them seem sort of grey and empty. But yeah, with Bomberman, the problem is, and this is going to sound like bragging, but it's genuinely not. I find with Bomberman, there's only so good you can be at it before every match is a stalemate. Um, yeah. Is that reasonable? Like, you're always going to end up in the middle and you're always going to dodge everything because you, you know exactly how the mechanics work. Yeah. Uh, and that's why it's not really that fun. And the only reason, the only way you'll ever lose is if you make some, if you get distracted or make a stupid mistake. And I prefer, I kind of prefer it when you're, uh, actually, come to think of it, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, well. <laughs> I prefer fighting games anyway, whatever. And that is Bomberman, it's for babies. I'd rather play, like, um, I don't know, Melty Blood or something. Melty Blood. Yeah, it's a good game. Blood. It's, good. it's really mm. fun, yeah. Quite do, a do the characters, like, have 32 selectable colours or something in Multiplied? Yes, they do. And that they do. Yeah. And that's what I've always wanted from a game. Mm. Selectable colours. Yeah. Jetty, do we have a and trivia it... question? Uh, oh, yeah. I, I don't. Do you? I mean, I was saying we could have a British trivia question. Whoa. Okay, who... Oh, bring it on. I'm... Who is the King of England? Um... <laughs> no, no. It's King of England, Tony Blair. We know that. Duh. Um, the king, the current, currently the queen, we have the Queen Elizabeth II, and when she's died, which will probably be like tomorrow or something, like <gasps> we'll, have, we'll, have, um, we'll have King Charles, which is Prince, because he's currently Prince Charles, do you see, and there's there's a condition attached where if the Queen dies, then he becomes the king, and that's what we're trying to avoid, so we're trying to keep the Queen alive for as long as possible. Are you going to get, like, um, deported for saying that the Queen is going to die tomorrow? Did the podcast suddenly stop when I said that? No, because I mean, um, <laughs> just got deported. Like I said that, and then the, suddenly the British guards showed up with their with their tall hats, and you know, he took off the hat, and t- that's how they kidnap people in England, right? They use the hats, they stuff <laughs> something inside the hat, and run off with him. There's got to be no, a reason no. the hats are so large. The way we kidnap people in England is we uh, go and we take them to other countries, and then we pretend that they got lost there. <laughs> that's the way we do. Yeah. Just going to let that one, leave that one there. Um, mm. <laughs> Best we don't dwell on that too much. Yeah, let's just yeah. move on. Let's just move on. You send them to France through the underground mm. tunnel. Have you guys ever taken that tunnel from England to France? Yeah, yeah. I did it when I went to Disneyland in Paris, um, which is not as good as the one in Florida, incidentally, because it's in Paris. <laughs> uh, plus, it, you and, and it got wrenches up when you hear people talk there. Mm. Well, I mean, it was good, and I enjoyed it, and I'm walking around, and I'm like, yeah, because I was a kid, and I was like, yeah, it's Disney stuff, and then I was like, cool, it's Mickey Mouse, hi, Mickey Mouse, and I was like, all right, you know, and then, like... Mickey Mouse, like, speaks in French, and he's like, omelette du fromage, and then you're, like, <laughs> dying <laughs> on the floor. <laughs> yeah, and then it was just sort of like, well, that was a letdown, you know? Was it, um, so it was the Sega Genesis version of Mickey Mouse, is what you're saying? Huh? What? It was this, the, the one Sega... <laughs> Weren't we talking about earlier one of the Sega ones was a bad Mickey Mouse? Yeah, oh, the Mega Drive one. The thing is, I don't, I don't think Castle of Illusion on the Mega Drive slash Genesis is actually a bad game per se. It's just nowhere near as good as the Master System one. Um, it it doesn't make this... any sense. The, the Mega Drive <laughs> one doesn't make any sense. It, it was all a stage play. And How can a Mickey mouse be many that were big? in the audience. <laughs> it made no sense. Yeah, but it that's was true a play. of Mario Brothers 3 as well. True, but sort of like that was a dream... Not a stage show. So Plus, I find most video games confusing for those reasons, really. You know, are we? It's like when you when you when you when you reload in something like Gears of War and they don't visibly reload. It's like, how are you doing that? 
you know. Are we, uh... How you read it, I don't understand. But Gears of War is, you know, that's a game, isn't it? That's a video game. Is yeah, it that's a video game. I, I like it okay, it's fun on two-player, you know. I mean, the thing the thing about Gears of War is all three games in the series are uh, literally the same. That's because they're no. in the series. <laughs> they, they, add very, they add very little. They're refined, and I still like all of them, but they are very similar, I think. I, well, I can't really stop. go back to the first one after the third one, because it, it's been so yeah, finely no. tweaked. But yeah, they are very, very similar games. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are good. I'm not slagging them off there. Right? Yeah, mm. They are good games. So people complain about this a lot with the Call of Duty series, with Gears of War... Yeah, I, I like Call of Duty. You know, it's probably it's a it's a massively controversial position because you know, I mean, they sell twenty billion, so obviously no one likes them. Um, but Call of Duty, I I got no real issues with. I mean, yeah, the online community is just a bunch of assholes, probably. But like, yeah. I thought I really liked playing the campaigns in those games. It was just this kind of fun, mm. silly escapism that I like. So, right. are uh, we going to ask a trivia question? Oh yeah, what is it? What's the trivia? Question? Do it, Michael Gray. Hmm. <laughs> hey, we should ask a trivia question we know the answer to. As well. I'm that busy playing the game. Uh, I, I'm sorry. Um, You're asking a trivia question. And then we got distracted by he got deported for a second. We should... Okay, what is um, what is the name of the original comic strip featured regularly in Game Cola? What was our first comic strip? Oh, it wasn't that crap Wait, one, was sh- it? Sh- um, <laughs> don't say it, because we're waiting for our, our wonderful fans to... We hope that Paul knows the answer because I don't know. Is it was it Penny Arcade? <laughs> it was that what what was it? That dog, um Fred Bassett, wasn't it? Or yeah, something? it was Fred Bassett, I think. Yeah. Oh, Armaduke. I remember was it, that was, was it, really funny. Armaduke. Was it wasn't it Foxtrot or something like that? I didn't. You guys are naming like real comic strips. Was it Garfield? Garfield, Garfield and Friends or something? I don't understand. Are you? Is this some sort of British humor? Or uh, wasn't it? Wasn't it that one about that orange lazy cat? I can't remember. I, I love that one. Mm. But no, the first one to appear on Game Cola. Yeah. Regularly. Wait, hold on. Someone yeah. in the chat said it already, so you guys can. What is the answer? Lofi Carl. Oh, that was it. I, I knew it was something like that. Really? Yeah, okay. yeah. I I've heard of that. No, I remember, no, I do, no, no, because I, I was writing for it back then, and I do remember Lofi Carl, because I remember looking at it every month and just going, oh, <laughs> you know? See, this oh, is why funny. the author of Lofi, Lofi Carl this said he wasn't going to show up on the podcast. I don't understand what Lofi means. What does it mean? Does it mean he's a loafer? Yeah, does I think it, it means loafing about. It, it, like... it means he he likes bread, doesn't it? Isn't that what it, it means? Yeah, something like that. It remi- I, I just I don't remember it that well, but I, I recall there being a control alt deleteness to it because it was kind of about a man who would treat people unreasonably for asking reasonable questions, which is what control alt delete is about. It's about <laughs> Ethan, who's like he works in a game store, and like someone comes in who's like a complete noob. You know, they they don't know what games are really, and they're just in to try and get something for their son or something. You know. And they're like, excuse me, will this play on like an Xbox? And he he starts treating them like shit. He's just like, ah, you're so stupid, ah, you know. It's like, no, you, you should be fired and killed in that order. <laughs> how how can you like connect to this character? How can you like this character? For I hate Ethan. And I hate, and also it's and also it's uh, uh, no, maybe I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't directly say that. Oh well, um, I'll let that one go by the way. So, uh, it's, it's been it's been it's been alleged that Tim Buckley is. Engaged, the author of Control Delete is engaged in certain illicit things. It has been alleged that he that he may have uh, emailed pictures of um, of uh, a certain part of his body, his penis, to um, to um, 
to uh, someone who is uh, uh, underage for receiving such images. It has been alleged, even though it is definitely true, and, that, and it happened. And not that it has any reflection on his comic output, it's just that his comic sucks and isn't funny. So there you go. But there was that hilarious miscarriage storyline that one time, so that made it okay, you know? <laughs> But, you know, I mean, what what was it supposed to be emotional? Was it supposed to be, like, it didn't work for me, you know? Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to talk to uh, Joe, Joe Reviewer. You can hear me and you can respond when I talk to you instead of typing to you, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, sorry, I'm, I'm trying to... Here, we can respond for him. Maybe? Yes. yes. Okay, I, so... I am he. Of course I, I can. Okay. I, I am him. Uh, what, what, what do you want? The prizes that we have, you can get a beta key to The Secret World uh, or Guild Wars 2... Or you can get a Tails sweater or one month of Xbox Live. Uh, those are your you options. Can a, you can get a signed photograph of Matthew Jonas. And uh, but the thing is, I would pay for that. The author Wait. of Game Code. <laughs> if you are underage, I will send you a picture of my penis. <laughs> so you, you have some options: The Secret World, uh, Guild Wars 2, Beta Keys. Uh, I still don't really know. Christian, you're here now. What is a Tails sweater? Do you know? <laughs> it's a sweater with a picture of tails on it. That's kind of what I miss. Yeah, that they're, they're, they're not very good. Is it? Okay, do you want one? Or you have mm. your you have your choice of things. But the thing is, is that Christian was trying to. Uh, okay, which, which one do you want? Secret World or Guild Wars Two? Guild Wars Two, mate. <laughs> That's, I'm sure that's exactly what he sounds like. Yes, I'm sure that he uses yeah, mate, the term I'm, mate. I love Guild Wars Two. I want to aggro some mobs. Yeah. <laughs> Just openly mocking our listeners now. It's not good. Not the way to do it. You guys. Well, uh, see, it's funny because of the British accent. Yeah, it is inherently funny. <laughs> I think there's an interaction going on here with someone who I'm not, from, who I'm not able to see because I'm not. I don't see this chat. Oh. I don't think I have a link to it. I might have a link. I don't know what you should now. take because I don't know anything about either of these games. Uh, yeah. I think you should take Guild Wars Two. I would recommend Guild Wars Two because that's going to be. Um, uh, I think that, that actually I don't know. Is, are they both going to be free to play? You should take whichever one costs money, and then you should resell it for like ten dollar on NeoGaf or something. Guild, the Guild Wars is going to be pay once and you get a subscription for free, and then you pay for items in the future. And then uh, I'm pretty sure the other one is just a standard MMO plan, but it's beta, so mm-hmm. neither that really matters. I don't think this the world's beta is open yet, though. Um, so it, it opens in a bit. The Guild Wars is already up and running. Oh, what, I see. What does all this stuff have to do with game color? Uh, you are giving away for free. Yeah, Christian Porter got us a bunch of gift code things for free stuff. Uh, and we're giving them oh, away. Oh I've, got, oh, I've got a gift code you could have as a prize, actually. Uh-oh. Seriously. I've got a copy of Lucid on I've got a copy of Lucid on Steam, but it's shit, it's shit so I, you don't want it. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's really really bad. I, I, it's the, probably the worst game. I don't I don't recommend it. Plus, if you have Windows Seven, it will not function. I just absolutely avoid it. Oh, uh, there we are. Well, in the essence of wrapping things up, I think I'm going to give this guy a copy or the uh, Guild Wars Two beta key. So let's give a round of applause. Yay! Okay. And, uh, but this this hour is over now officially. Uh, thank you, Michael Gray, Colin Greenhalge, Stuart Jip, and Matt Jonas. Thank you very much. Yes. Thank you. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Oh, good.
good, good. I, I was worried, but you two clearly have different voices, so we can tell the two <laughs> British speakers apart. You yeah. sword. The secret joke is, at the end, it turns out we are, in fact, the same person. Mm-hmm. Somehow. 